right, welcome to a brand new episode of Sipping With Us. And today we have a very special guest. Her name is Beth. And we are going to ha- uh, talk about a very, very re- relevant topic to current um, our current events going on in our nation right now. Um, we're going to talk about the Black Lives Matter movement and how um, that's impacted the world and impacted us. And hopefully everyone can learn something from today's episode. But before we do, we're just going to talk a little bit amongst ourselves and why don't we talk about what we're drinking first of all. Okay. <laughs> what Naira, are we sipping on? Myra is drinking Smirnoff. Strawberry. strawberry. Looks good. I mean, yeah. it, it is actually really good. It looks really good. <laughs> I haven't had that before. Yeah, me neither. Hannah brought um, last Friday? When was it? Last week. Oh, no. Last Friday, week. Yeah. I don't know. You were bringing shit all the time. I don't even know what they bring. Um, I'm drinking Tito's with lemonade. Yum. And Paula fixed me a margarita. Yes. Right? Beth is drinking a margarita. <laughs> you guys are probably going to need a refill. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I should have brought And Martha? Guys, I have been obsessed with Michelada. <laughs> I've been obsessed with Michelada. like a month now, right? Yes, like, that's all I want to drink now. Um, sadly, my um, favorite go-to one, which is the uh, Modelo. Modelo Michelada, has been sold out everywhere. So right now I'm drinking a very mediocre one, which is a Bud Light <laughs> one. But oh, whatever. It'll I'll do, do for it. now. I'll do the job. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. But, um, yeah, but and why don't you just kind of tell us, like, who's Beth? Yeah. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay. Sure. Yeah. So I'm Beth Handy. Uh, I work for Corporate America. I've been in Corporate America for 20 years now. And uh, being in Corporate America is not the easiest. Um, Being African American, um, I've shared this with Paula too about moving up in Corporate America. It's been very hard. Really? Um, Although skin color does matter. But when you have someone that vouch for you, it's about who you know, not mm-hmm. what you know. And, I, and I'm being completely candid with you and transparent when I mm-hmm. say this. Um, my current leader now, um, who is Caucasian, uh, he reached out to me directly. And obviously, he saw no color because he knew I performed a great job mm-hmm. previously in my previous role. So he called me directly to work for him directly. But... The point is, is that um, in corporate America, it's very hard for your skin color to move up. And mm-hmm. um, in corporate America, where I currently work, which is a huge organization, it's not a lot of us. So we have a new program um, that just launched two years ago, diversity and inclusion, and about bureaucracy. And diversity is more like now, they're doing 50 and 50. Mm-hmm. And when I say that, I'm talking about all entities of all nationalities and races just to come together to get everyone on board. Mm -hmm. But you may have some that's still like, oh, my gosh, she's African-American and she's here. Because it Mm -hmm. has not, it's always been that percentage of that 2% out of the 98%. So for us now, it's like, oh, wow, now we're 15%. So it's growing. Well, not only that, I joined the actual program at work and the win-win location for leadership for women. So we have the new program for women now, um, speaking of males too, so now more women will lead versus males, oh, which oh, is great. That so, should be. Yes. <laughs> and they launched that a year ago, and it has been successful. And mm-hmm. it's given us time to just branch out and, and understand how do we think. It's just not all about a male perspective, right? right? I love that. So yeah. I love that your company's done doing that. Yes. Yeah. So being an executive assistant to a senior vice president, um, 
it's it's not easy, but yeah. you have to, you know, put on your, your big girl panties and you're like, okay, because I'm the face of him, mm-hmm. right? right? So when he's out of the office, I have to make sure that I am Beth, but take care of him. But you have to also dial it back to like, wow, I hope they don't think differently because of my skin color. Mm-hmm. But because I have been known in the company for six years now, mm-hmm. I've laid my groundwork and I made a name for myself. So people know who I am. So I do not have to work as hard as others coming in externally. Mm-hmm. Right. So that has been amazing. And here recently, our CEO um, did send an email out, but it was very generic um, so my boss took it down a notch. He actually dumped it down a little bit and sent it out to his leadership team to let him know, hey, let's talk about race, but let's step on your toes too. And I'll give candid conversation and feedback of what I experienced. And that opened up a can of worms. It just made everyone feel loved, you know, within the RE world, regulatory mm-hmm. affair world, but also just to let them know that everyone has a voice regardless of right. their race. Yeah. So, so that was a big deal for So me. this was talked about at work. Oh yes. Oh wow. So everyone is breaking their silence now because mm-hmm. now you're like, okay, I can't that brush this ex- under the rug anymore. That says a lot about your company. Yes. Because yeah. I don't think I've I mean, I'm in finance, right? And I work in uh, for oil industry and mm-hmm. in my floor there's only like one black girl but she's an ap manager now so she's moved her way up but it hasn't been like addressed as a company yeah like and you would expect um you know for it to be addressed hey this is what's just like covid was covid Mm -hmm. was a nation thing thing, it's like let's address it yes so it's important i think that does tell you a lot about companies you know when they address Mm -hmm. it and especially about the leadership right Mm -hmm. so you think about you have someone that high up and he's four from ceo so mm-hmm. that tells you how high up the ladder he is. But just to take time out to send an email to the group of 242 employees mm-hmm. and respond back to each email. Because mm-hmm. I have access to his inbox, but just for him personally to send an email. Oh, wow. And when we had our one-on-one the next day, I thanked him so much. He said, Beth, when I reached out to you, I did not see color, and I still see no color. That's awesome. Awesome. Yeah. And he said, it's all the same. He said, but just giving you life experiences of what I experienced. And it is a white privileged world. I live in Calabasas area. He made it known. Mm-hmm. It's a white privileged area. But when I move, where am I going? You know, so it's up to me, you know, to put the face on that. I do not want to be like them. I don't want to be singled out like them. Be but different. For, yes. But mm-hmm. for him just to open up personally because I am African-American and I support him. That mm-hmm. meant so much to me. Yeah. That meant so much. So, so yeah. I think that speaks a lot. That's a perfect example of like somebody with privilege to handle a situation. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So for somebody that's listening right now that doesn't even know, it's like, well, we're, how do you even begin to talk about un- uncomfortable situations? Right, right, you know what I mean? Right. Um, I and think if you're if you're obviously somebody's boss, mm-hmm. then reach out to them. Reach like, out hey, to them. you know, like, check up on them. You know, you know, I just want to make sure you're okay. I want you to know that you're appreciated here. Right. That. Um, like I mean, they told did, you, I don't see color. Like yeah. even like ten times more, even comfortable, right? Right. Like, so, with him. and it, it did. And and the good thing, he's like, you know, Beth, I shouldn't apologize because I've never made you feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But if I have, please tell me. But he has never did that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like I will accept your apology, but it's no need to apologize. Mm-hmm. Apology is not needed because you've always been that leader. Right. Yeah. You've demonstrated leadership to me, right? So he thanked me for that, and um, he said he would have a call. So he had a call the next week mm-hmm. with the team to address just that. 
Wow. He took time. You have no idea. I mean, his schedule is absolutely insane, you Mm -hmm. know, but just to take out an hour in the morning to address the AM and then in the evening to address the regions Mm -hmm. to ensure that both receive the message properly. So, yeah, because you know, to him, that says a lot about a person in general, like obviously the way they handle their business, you know, the company. So it's great. But obviously, you know, um, we want to know more about your your life and your point of view and everything going on right now. Um, what, in your opinion, what does white privilege look like? Or not even white, just privilege. our privilege, yeah, yeah. our privilege, even because we are Latinas. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, what what is the difference for you in your life that you feel like, or based on your perspective? Right. So. For me, being uh, African-American, it's it's a little different, but it's all about how you carry yourself. Mm-hmm. I you know, agree. Some individuals do look at you and look upon like, wow, she's different, or some are like, mm-hmm. okay, you know? So it's about how you carry yourself. And <laughs> I'm being completely true, transparent yeah. as a podcast. I'm being completely transparent. That's what we want to know. We are here. It is how you carry yourself. <laughs> and I always share that with my daughter. You are the image. It's always the external they see mm-hmm. first, right? When you are at school, it's how you present yourself. That's what they see, mm-hmm. you know. And she's like, "Mom, you know, just to share and be open with you guys. You come to school and you have our race with color hair or eyelashes look like windshield wipers." <laughs> I be completely honest with you, or just come there with pajamas or a satin cap. Okay, but or saggy pants. Yeah. Us look, you know, mm-hmm. so now we have to work harder because we're like, we're not like that. Mm-hmm. You know, she wasn't raised that way. Mm-hmm. You know, when she walked through the doors, so I was like, Miss Handy, she's always, always put together. That That's well, no, sure, I, that's my daughter. Right. Yeah, you so, so that's what you teach them. Yeah. Appearance. Appearance. Mm-hmm. That's your, your, I'm telling you, first impression is always your last impression. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so when I, when I say that, I say that to say this, that when you leave out of the house and you have to second guess and look in the mirror, like, should I wear that? Sometimes I do that, I'm not gonna lie. And I still walk out like this. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all do that. It's just yeah. like, you it's know. just a perception, yeah. you know, and you don't want them all to single you out in that form right. or fashion. Like right. you have a little bit more class and professionalism, right? right? And then you think about the ones that not even African Americans, but why can I move up? You know, mm-hmm. what have you done to set the boundary? What have you done to mentor? What have you done to reach out? Like, what are you ready to do? Mm-hmm. Right? That makes a, it's a huge difference, especially in corporate. Mm-hmm. But you can always find someone to mentor you. But it, you know, the color of skin and even different, you know, like we were like bilingual only or no, we prefer French, you know. So you don't know that. Like, give them a chance, right? Mm-hmm. And, and some leaders now that are in those roles, they delegate. Mm-hmm. They don't know the business. They ask us or ask someone else, but give them that chance yeah. to learn. Like treat, treat us, treat us all equally. Yes. Yeah, like give you the opportunity to, yes. you know, at least prove yourself right. and right. don't just like definitely, you know. I yeah, like separate them, like thinking like oh, just because they're this color, like right. they're not capable of doing. And, that. and even that. then, and I always say this, like because even in our own community or whatever, you know, I can easily sit here and say, oh, I have my shit together, and somebody that is you know maybe as not as isn't as fortunate i'm not like them but at the same time that person maybe didn't have the opportunity that i did does that make sense totally so i think it's a lot about um just educating people it's like if if we're gonna judge people what are you doing to to help them at least to help them learn something different Mm -hmm. that's correct Mm -hmm. you know so so that's how i feel now with um george floyd's death it, it was more of everyone's tired. You know, that 
there was like the icing on the cake. Mm-hmm. That was the stick that broke the camel's back. Like what happened? <laughs> that was it. Like right. the, no one could take it anymore. Like this is mm-hmm. on live national television. Right. Just mm-hmm. to watch that happen. It was hard to and watch. And you kneel and then you have your hand in your pocket. Mm-hmm. You know, but regardless of the past and people bring up that I, we all have a past, right? Mm-hmm. But to bring that up, that's not necessary for the present. It's what happened in those eight minutes and 46 seconds. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what we witnessed. Right. But now is a time to change. In the new generation, if you see, it's not just African Americans protesting, it's all yeah. nationalities. Like, it is unbelievable. I see more of other nationalities than African Americans. I went to one in Fort Worth this yeah, this it's time. unbelievable. It's yeah. not just us. So, you can't say people of color, it's everyone. It's everybody's the new generation, getting tired of like, right? And, and it shouldn't be. And I hate that even politics is part of it. Yes. It's like, why? It's not a political no, thing. It's, it's not. A, being a good human and being a crappy human period you know what i mean like there's why is that even a debate so it's not about democrats or republicans it's about the country like break the cycle so why do y'all think that everybody's all on it now like you think the whole covid thing had a lot to do with it because of everyone's out of work and have things to do or just able to just go out and make a movement i do Mm -hmm. think that had a lot to do with it right I don't and the Ahmad um, situation happened just yes, recently. Yes, Literally yes. the same day the of Central course. Park Lady thing happened. So it's just like, like the whole week was just, just it, so it was crazy. just a yeah. lot. In no, the and then to hear about Brianna Taylor, I mean, no yeah. knock. It's how do you just open fire on somebody and, and the that's person that you're looking for is in custody already? Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's just little things like that, but. You know, I mean, African Americans take the brunt of it because they think that we're all that way. Mm-hmm. And I mean, completely honest with you, but until we set that that zone or set that up, like, hey, this is not just about us. Mm-hmm. You know, get to know us personally. Mm-hmm. But the new generation is different. You know, just so you know, even with my daughter, the seventeen year olds, they're educating their parents now. Who, yeah, it's 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 not something that just yeah. in the in universe is something that's taught right mm-hmm. you know i did watch a video on facebook live and the dad asked the son what do you see in these four pictures and he's it was a black and white girl and she said all i see is tall grass this one is hugging what, what are you asking me mm-hmm. and he said that's what i wanted to know thank you Wow, and that is very true about the new generation. Old. Seven years old, the new generation—they're actually a little bit smarter than mm-hmm. the yes, they are. Generation. Even like you—you you were telling us earlier that you're obsessed with TikTok now. Have you seen all those TikTok videos of even like kids calling out their own parents? Oh yes, you know what I mean. Oh yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Like, it's, I, I see one today. Like I see one today where like oh was it was a, a Caucasian seventeen-year-old uh, going to Lowe's. Going to Lowe's, uh, driving an hour away because she didn't want to go to Home Depot and making her dad drive her, like, to Lowe's. That way they wouldn't go to Home Depot because supposedly Home Depot is, like, represented by, like, Trump or whatever. Or, like, they I haven't seen Trump. those on TikTok. And he's like, he doesn't even know it. And I'm over here t- trying to make him take me. Yeah. I was like, wow. Something. So it's just, it's a new generation. It's totally different now. But I honestly think they will be the ones to change change what's going really? on. Really? Do you think just that's why there's a bunch of young ones out there? I do. I, I really do because Naya, she, you know, my daughter, did she, she, go? she did a protest. She did. And she did it in Mansfield. Mm. And the, and she, you know, she was afraid, you know, I was like, no, don't be afraid. It's fine. So she did it. And she's like, mom, I felt so good because mm-hmm. it was so many of every, every race. Right. It's just mm-hmm. not just me out there. Mm-hmm. And she was tired walking back from City Hall in Mansfield. Oh, wow. So a lady pulled over it was five friends, and it's a mixture of them, Hispanic, you know, mm-hmm. African-American, you know, uh, Latino, 
It was mm-hmm. five of them. Mm-hmm. And it was five of them. And the lady pulled over and she's like, well, I can give you a ride back to Mansfield High School. And so my daughter's like, I, I don't know. Because mm-hmm. I'm not supposed to get in the car. Look, she's a teenager. She's right. like, I don't know. And so she's like, she's, she was tired. And of course, she's just having surgery. So I was like, I'm so glad you did. Because she started so she limping. Yes. Yeah. And she get in the car and she's like, oh, hi, I'm such and just. I'm the vice principal for Mansfield High School. Oh, wow. And she just talked to the kids, just let them know that they're doing Was the she right Caucasian? Things. Yes, she was. So that made a huge difference. She's like, Mom, she was just as nice as she could be, and she didn't see any color. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's how it should be. Yeah. Like, I truly, truly believe, like, I have to believe that all of this is happening for a reason. And I want to think that 30 years from now, hopefully by the time I have kids, that my kids will live in a different world. You know what I mean? And that's why it's so important to be part of this and to talk about it and to engage in these type of conversations because... First of all, all the races are coming out of the woodworks. <laughs> mm-hmm. First of all, um, again, we all know that all lives matter, but that's not the point. How do you feel about that when somebody kind of when somebody says that, like, "Oh, well, all lives matter"? Uh, it's kind of like a slap in the face, and the reason why I say that because of what's going on now, what's mm-hmm. transparent, what's in the now, you know, what has occurred now to justify or amplify why mm-hmm. we are protesting, right? So. You know, African Americans have been on the back burner for a while, right? And just to get into corporate or any wealth moving management, it's been hard. And now you see that happening, right? In leadership, you're like, wow, he's black, you know, and you're like mm-hmm. just blown away by that. Mm-hmm. So it's not about all lives matter, it's now being on the forefront. Now I'm on the front burner, like, wow, I do matter now, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So that's what I. I appreciate about Black Lives Matter, but they also need to understand that we really never mattered, you know, in a sense, but now we do matter, right? Mm -hmm. But men have it harder than women, right? It's, they have it a lot more harder than we do. So I- Why do you say that? I was gonna ask you like, how is, what's the difference between being like a black woman to being a black man, you know? Because, you know, in the past, you know, they would get charged and charged for something that a crime they did not commit and you serve in 30 years you're like oh a black man did and you're like okay sure so you just put it on them and it's not mm-hmm. fair but maybe 30 years later you found out it's a Caucasian man that did it but mm-hmm. you know again that's <sighs> when you say defunding the police department you're yeah. defunding it because you're like something's not right like mm-hmm. it's a secret but why are you keeping it a secret mm-hmm. that's right. not fair I just saw two days ago um, when they see us have you seen it before yes I swear, I couldn't, ne- I, whenever the Netflix show came out, I couldn't bring myself to watch it. And I was part of being avoidant to that situation because I, don't, I was, in my mind, I was thinking, I don't want to watch something that's going to depress me. I knew it was going to be sad because so I kind of knew about the situation. You've never watched it? No, I haven't even heard it's of it. It's basically about five teenage kids back in 1989, um, long story short. Um, they basically got accused of raping and assaulting a white woman in Central mm. Park in New York. And all there wasn't any, like, proof or anything about mm. it that it was them. But the cops basically coerced them to... Because of their color? Well, because they were young, too. Mm. Like, they didn't give them their rights. Like, mm-hmm. you should watch it. It's a, that's a really yeah, good a series to learn from. I cried. I don't ever really cry in, like shows or anything but that's just an eye-opener like damn these kids these they served time yes. which one the when they see us one when they see us i just want old school one or a new one or what i mean it's recently on netflix but that's a good example and they even said it because i watched the when they see us the real people 
um, that Oprah interviewed them after. And it's crazy because some of them are still traumatized by it. Of you know? Have you seen it? Yes. Is it good? It's, it's, yeah. It's sad. It's You'll cry. It's your toes. You're like, wow, that really And it's happens, on Netflix? You know? Yeah. yeah. Right. It, the series, right. based, obviously it's acting series, right? That of came course. out. Mm-hmm. But it's just like, they got, they were in jail for something that they didn't come in. And the only reason that they got out of jail, or some of them only had like certain sentencing, but the one that had it the Is worst. Is this the one with the teenagers? Yeah. Oh, that's, that's by now. Yeah, no, I know. But that's what I'm saying. I oh, never, okay. I yeah. couldn't bring yeah. myself to watch them before. Yes. Cause I knew it was good. So I, I was that type of person. Like, I mean, I'm not, a, I'm not afraid to admit it to where I avoided situations like that because yeah. you know, yeah, it's normal. Not if that it didn't matter to me. It was just like, I don't want to put my, myself in that mental state. Like right. I can't even watch the Gabriel Fernandez one because it puts it will put me yeah, in a bad mental like situation. Yeah. But right now in this current climate, it is important to know and to educate ourselves Yes, because definitely. until we do it, it's, like, I feel like there's going to be a, a part of people that are just like, oh, whatever, you know, we're over it. But it's like, we shouldn't be over it. Like, mm-hmm. it's all of us, you know, especially being Latinos. Like, we're not that far behind, y'all. Of you know course. what I mean? Yes, I get it. And honestly, for me, I've personally never experienced, like, blunt racism. I mean, I'm sure there's, like, avoidance or, you know, whatever. But bluntly, no. What about you? Have you ever experienced, like, yes. actual blunt racism? Well indirect but you you yeah. can tell right yeah. so I do have an experience where um, when I first started in corporate mm-hmm. uh, my company before I worked for Citigroup I will share that and early in my career as an admin mm-hmm. really like entry-level admin well your resume or CV as they say it your resume says that so mm-hmm. they're like oh wow she has all these skills you know great reading interview immediately mm-hmm. when I walked in the room mm-hmm. it was like a deer in headlights mm-hmm. and just to see their face like oh you're Beth? African-American you know you felt the body that her name yes yeah so it's like oh she's a Beth and it's not a lot of Beths yeah that are black yeah I'm like her name yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like Beth it's not you sure really. didn't throw them off <laughs> yes so they're for, probably wow. like um sorry you're you're in the wrong place yes. 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 so I get in there and I when I tell you blow it out the water like I sold myself and they were like you know great I got a call back the next day mm-hmm. and they extended the offer to me and when I started working for this leader I would never forget. He never demonstrated that to me. He just said, Beth, I'm going to be completely honest with you. I was actually blown away when you walked in because I was waiting for a different race. I'm not racist. They I just, told you that? Yes, he oh, did. Oh, wow. He did. And he it had, takes a lot to admit yes, it. Yes. Yeah. And that's why I was like, okay, I really think I can support him. He's mm-hmm. a really nice guy. He's completely honest. He said, and then when you open your mouth just to share your experience or even talk through your resume, you spoke so well. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm saying. Microaggressions. Right? Yes. That's a microaggression. So when I say learn how to turn it on and off about being professional, that made a big difference mm-hmm. because I went in there not using Ebonics or Ain't or Ghana <laughs> or Shoe. You know, it, that makes a big difference. You know, you use it. sure does. You know, wording and you're not just juvenile wording you're like really getting into the conversation like okay so where can I go what are my next steps in two years and he's like uh, I was moving so fast he couldn't keep up <laughs> like he was but you know just that experience because I it's a Beth right mm-hmm. and so it's right. not a lot of black Beths so it wasn't a bad experience it was just 
take it and I'm like, whoa. There was, was a There was a price, yeah. Yes, yes. So you could see it on their faces. So I had three leaders in there, mm-hmm. but they were really shocked. So but, do you do you feel like, as a black woman, like do you feel like you have to kind of prove yourself? Relative like there's already like a, you know, like a uh, barrier, right? Yeah. Like a wall. And then so you, you have to work twice. To, yeah. Like you have to work harder. Yeah. You really do. do you, you, yeah. You, you do, but you know, once you're with the company, you're like, okay, I've made my landmark, I've proven myself. Mm-hmm. That's how you feel. Like, mm-hmm. okay, well now I can let my guard down a little because mm-hmm. they know what I'm capable mm-hmm. of doing. Mm-hmm. But it's always that six cents in the back, like, no, always keep your guards up, mm-hmm. always, always, always. And it's not like I do more to meet expectation or go above and beyond. I just try to always stay afloat. Like, mm-hmm. always make sure my shit don't stink, if that makes sense. <laughs> right. Always make sure that yes. I'm good. Yeah. You know? Like, no one can ever come back and like, and I'm like, that did that? Mm-hmm. They would never do that for me. Right. So mm-hmm. that's what I'm saying about the stigma of working a little bit harder, right, mm-hmm. because of who you are. Right. right. I mean, I, I feel like I can see that, too, as a Latina. Like, yeah. Um, I think we, we kind of go through that, too. Um, I mean, I've been fortunate in my jobs to where, like I said, I've never experienced it in my jobs or anything. But, I mean, I can see how we kind of have a similar experience in that sense. Now, I know that you don't have, you have a daughter, but you don't have sons. sons right. So, but if you did, if you had a son, what would that experience you think would be like? Oh, it would be totally different. Like, would you now. actually be scared for your son? Yes, I would. I would. Because, and it's, it's all about your presence and, and your mm-hmm. surroundings and mm-hmm. who you're around and, and your company you keep. That makes a big difference. Right. It, it really does. Whether you're good or bad, some people, it just happens, mm-hmm. you know? And it would scare me. But that's what said my guards are down because I have a girl, mm-hmm. right? It's totally different. Yeah, it is different. It's totally yeah, different. it would mold them. It'll be easier yes. to how you are yes. being a woman. Yes. So when you, like, when you were growing up, did your parents ever talk to you about this that's going on or tell you, gave you like advice like hey don't do this or oh, well what what was your childhood childhood like with your parents so like were you taught right so mm-hmm. for me i i didn't grow up middle class it was more of i would say bougie class i mean we were like okay. because my parents were successful so my mm-hmm. dad owned his own store okay and my mom worked at the hospital in mm-hmm. beaumont beaumont is small but to have that you're like wow so mm-hmm. our side of the family we lived in a different area mm-hmm. right awesome. so we were more of a high level high class individuals so you've been bougie since little yes no wonder you were little rotten so my brother we're 10 years apart he's mm-hmm. older oh so, wow yeah so 44 54 mm-hmm. so my brother's older but you do not i'm sorry you do not look 44 <laughs> at, all. No. Chad, at all yeah, yeah i told you yeah. i mean, look, i think she's my age a little you bit know what? i've always heard you know i've always heard that black women like they don't they age, don't age well. as you know paula mm-hmm. told me <laughs> that you were just a few years older than like her. 37 35 no. oh, yeah well you look really good Thank for you. a 44 year old so i teach that right it's, it's just about your grooming it's about mm-hmm. your homework it's how you're raised so mm-hmm. i keep that so your her. mama raised you good yes huh? so my mom you see, like three generations <laughs> i'm sorry but it's, that's how it is so yeah. Yeah. you know it's a difference so when you know growing up we had everything so did y'all have everything. challenges with you in your immediate family and in your other family that yes, was we did. Right. so you have that with family where they show you you're like oh they kind of envy you right mm-hmm. because yeah. you are my we had everything both of us so you my brother no one had to work ever my, my brother moved to dallas 
brand new Mustang. He never had to work. They pay for everything in his apartment. Mm -hmm. Okay, so fast forward. When I turned 13, my mom and dad started having problems. Well, they divorced after 26 years. I tried to stay together until I graduated, but could not do it. (laughs) So I got to experience what it is to struggle. Mm-hmm. and to feel it and to understand because they had to file bankruptcy and that's when you're like okay I don't understand yeah. what do you mean I can't get this so it was hard for me yeah. but then I like but it made me so much better and that mm-hmm. it made Stronger. me who I am you. today right yeah and like my mom she'll tell you now like I hustle but in the right way she never worry about me but my brother she worries about because that, he's a black man and yeah. not only that, he had it easy. He everything it was easy. given to him in life. Mm. But for so me, I worked for mm-hmm. everything. So it's a total difference. So that's what we go through even till this day. He still doesn't know what it is to be responsible, but I do. I do. Mm-hmm. So uh, I get it. So I did. I grew up on the bougie side, <laughs> high level, high class. So I didn't know what, what it was a, to what struggle. A, yeah. Yeah, and then when it gets to thirteen, fourteen range, I'm like, wow, things are changing. When your you parents know? were just separating, yes. Divorcing, yeah. And then I was like, wow, she can't even pay a light bill, you know, or mm-hmm. she can't make a car payment because, you know, my father and what they went through in bankruptcy, and then that's like I have to do something to fix it. Mm-hmm. And that's I I went to work immediately and got hired working for an attorney. So oh, that's yeah. how I started off, you know, just kind of in the working industry, ago. right? Yeah. How old are you? 16. Wow. I went from 16 to 18 and then I moved to Dallas. Yeah. Wow. You know, that's when people look at me like, you, you struggle? I'm like, yes, I did. But it made me stronger and it made Mm -hmm. me who I am. And that's Mm -hmm. what I instilled in her. And just to share too with my daughter, um, she has done interviews. Naya's coach is amazing. Um, Bowie is not in the best neighborhood. Oh, yeah. It has an amazing basketball. It has an Mm -hmm. athletic program like... This I've is a six A school, my but friend, yes. Mm-hmm. So a lot of them come out and they are they, you know, booming NFL, NBA, WNBA. They come out, they're like on top. So she recruited Naya since the seventh grade. But just to share a short clip, fast forward, um, Naya did an interview on the radio station for her in the ninth grade. So she has been on varsity since a freshman. And she was chosen by her coach. And the reason why she was chosen by her coach, she has 12 other players, but Naya was the only kid that spoke well. Oh. Mm -hmm. And now it comes from home. Yes. It's about how you're brought up. She told me that all the time because she does not have that. Mm -hmm. So she come to me about a lot, meaning the coach, to help her. Like how to instill this in parents and, you know, single family homes. And and although I'm one, but again, it's how you're raised, how Mm -hmm. you're brought up. It's what they see. Mm-hmm. But Naya is like her spokesperson for anything. Mm-hmm. Even when we're at the game, she is her spokesperson. Who's the captain? Who says she has to go over and speak for Naya or on behalf of the coach? I agree with and that. I think that's amazing. I feel yeah. that's like for everything in life, right? Whatever you see yes. is what you learn. Yes. But I also feel like, um, you know, you need to be given a chance yes. because sometimes what if you're not going in the right direction yes. like, and nobody's giving you that chance. And that's where leadership you know I mean? comes involved mm-hmm. and that's why she's a team captain. Because right. Naya's taken those girls under her wings to show them, hey, you can walk up with me, you can share with me, you can do stats with me as well if you present this. But you mm-hmm. cannot go up there that way. Or you cannot go up that way. You know, with the headband. Or, <laughs> you the, know, you the... have to fix your jersey or, you know, just anything. Mm-hmm. And just like with her, you know, sometimes they think like, you know, girls are tomboys. They do have that, right? Mm-hmm. And we all know that being completely transparent. But mm-hmm. she's a girl. 
She's a very girly girl, so she's all about her appearance. But some others are not. Mm-hmm. You right. know, and that's what I say is about presentation. Mm-hmm. And that's why Coach Lena, because she's a representation of her. Right. She's the better half of, of Coach Carruthers. Right. Yeah. So she leaned on her for a lot. Student council, everything. So, you yeah. know, I, I feel good about it. I mean, she's a senior now, but just to know that, wow, I yeah. did it. I do mm-hmm. agree with that. Parents has a lot to do with yes. it, of how mm-hmm. someone is going to, like, think of you or like the first impressions like it has a lot to do with it even with coaching visits you know recruiting although you may not be interested in that school do not show them that you're not interested right please let them know thank you so much but i'm interested in other schools i'll let you know and Mm -hmm. she does that now when they call they may text they even text her phone text me it's you know coach walk her through it but just to let them know hey i'm still you know searching Mm -hmm. i'm still being recruited but hey i'll let you know if i'm interested Mm -hmm. and that way you will never leave a bad taste in your Mm -hmm. mouth don't know like wow she was a good kid yeah you know don't ignore the phone call yeah so yeah so what are some what is something you would want us to like kind of learn that you feel like is maybe a misconception or you know, um, just in general, like, or what is a what is one way we can support? Sure, I think one thing is, uh, you know, never judge a book by its cover. Mm-hmm. That's very helpful, and, and I know you may have um, in the African American world, you have the boys with sagging pants, mm-hmm. or I, you just don't know the story. You mm-hmm. know, sometimes you you just have to understand, like, pull them aside and just to get to know who they are. I a hundred percent agree with that. Like, what's going on? home and they may not have a home or you know mm-hmm. they may be homeless there's just, nobody to guide them exactly. you know yeah. so that's yeah. why I say you're you're leading you're in the wrong track just figure out who they are first before judging right I was I was telling I, I actually I, I kind of feel like I've been in this journey for a couple of years now because I'm not gonna lie like I have judged before you know what I we mean in have. the past and we all have been racist I, yeah right? like, you oh don't even God. think that you yes. are but you kind of were you yes. know at some point right but like for me it's like like, I've had this conversation with friends and, like, with my husband before, and it's like, okay, um, why why feel scared in that moment? Like, why not give it, give, give them a chance? Give them a chance. Yeah. And I'm not just talking about black, but just anybody, right? Like, sometimes you don't know what a person is going through. Yes. And we're so quick to just, like, make a judgment off of yes. it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it shouldn't be based off of color, but it should be based off actions. If they're acting weird, then at that point it's like, okay, then, you right. know. But what, who, that can be anybody. Yes. But at least for me personally, like, you know, I... I'm very committed to, like, making that effort to, like, not make those type of assumptions. Yeah, or even if somebody is being ignorant in that moment, whatever race that might be, it's like, like you said, you don't know what they're going through. Has anybody even bothered to ask? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And even top leadership, I mean, they experience divorces or abusive relationships. Mm -hmm. You you just never know. Mm -hmm. Money does not solve everything. Mm -hmm. Money is not the key. Yeah. I mean, and you have, I mean, six figures, but it's not about that. It's right. about their humanity. Like, how do they feel? Mm-hmm. You know, they come to work just to get a peace of mind, right? Mm-hmm. Right. But really, how do they feel inside? Yes. And formerly working in HR, I know. You know, <laughs> I've, I've witnessed quite a bit. I so, really so how do you feel with the whole, like, police brutality, like, in it's general? It's sickening. It's really is it, sickening. Is, in your opinion, is it something that's been going on for so oh, long? Oh, yes. It's hush-hush because you save all the officers, right? Okay. And it's been going on for decades. Mm-hmm. But the scary part now is for them that if they open up all those cold cases, 
they're all going to go to jail, right? Because now, and they're we're starting to open up for a right. Like now, we're processing for a reason. Cold right? cases, yes. Yeah, basically cases that they just that. Could they didn't do it. Didn't. Right. I was just looking like yesterday. My sister shared one where like a black woman was like at a. This is a shady ass one. She was at a sleepover with like eight oh, white I women. I read that. I, I did read that. And I was like, like, what the fuck? They were like, she fell off the balcony. And you're like, really? And that, she had bruises that, and everything. The three white men came okay. and yeah. did yeah. something to her. So it's like, it's something that I didn't even realize mm-hmm. because you're so oblivious to things. And, you know, so I, I love that all of this is bringing so much awareness to everything. And it's like, I'm a believer that there's more good in the world than bad. I know that bad sometimes can seem like it overshadows everything, but I believe that there's more good white people than racist. There's more good good cops than bad cops or whatever. So it's just about like kind of weeding those out. But it's like, how do you even do that when people are not even trying to be supportive? And they only want to see it black or white. You know what I mean? And I have a friend that's a police officer in Plano. And he is African-American. He texted me this week just checking on him. And he's like, Beth, it's so hard right now. Right now, that is the hardest position to be in. I am so sorry. He said, Beth, it's like I'm proving I am a good officer. He said, I wave hard now. Like, I ain't wave hard. He's like, oh, you know what I'm So it's like, I'll FaceTime you so I can show you. You know, like, it's like I saw an article work. Now, I saw an article you know, about um, that. That right now, the hardest position to be in is to be a black officer. Oh, my goodness. Because you're both. So it's like, what the fuck do you do? And you know? I've never heard him say I'm scared. He's always been like, I can do this, Beth. You know, oh, like, shit. oh my goodness. He said, Beth, it's just, it's scary. Mm-hmm. He said, you wake up and like, please, God, just protect me. You know, and he said he's even afraid to do traffic stops. Oh, yeah. Really? Yes. He's very crazy right now. Yes, and that's what he said. He just let him go. And he should not, but he told his supervisor, I do not feel comfortable, comfortable. stopping anyone. Mm-hmm. I can't do it. Especially Caucasian, I bet you. Yes. So, so in your opinion, where's the median there? Like, how do you, like, how do you even fix that? You know what I mean? It it, will take time. Yeah, that's what I think so, too. It will take time. And I do think that it's going to take the good officers to call out the bad ones. But that's the thing that they don't do. I know, it's a a secret. Even the guy that was here. It's kind of like a, what what do they call it? A cult? A cult. A cult. cult. Silence. A cult. cult. And the thing is, like, you're just making it worse. Like, if you're, like, if there's more good cops than bad cops, which I believe there is. Yeah. Then get on the right side. Yes. You know what I mean? The recent story in Atlanta. Call out the bad ones and weed those out. You know? Mr. Brooks that was shot. In Atlanta, yeah, right. The right. recent case, yeah, I saw that one. Well, you know that he had the that, older guy, right? Mm-hmm. He was yes. older, and he, you can see it was justified. I mean, but meaning justified meaning the story, like he was really compliant. The yeah, whole way. he's like, hey guys, I did have too much to drink, but he's really like talking to them and diffusing it. And then he take off and running, and then the other cop kicked him after he shot him twice in the back. Wow. But I've seen a lot of videos like if that. If it wasn't for the video, the, these phones are like God right <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah, right now. So they record everything. But if it wasn't for the witnesses to send that in to see that he kicked him after he had died and stumped on him. Oh, wow. Oh. Yes. So he was convicted of a felony murder charge. And the other police officer is actually testifying against him. Wow. Yes. So it's and for people, that, for people that say, well, he shouldn't have, like, ran or used a taser. Used a taser or whatever. It's like, I just saw a video the other day of, like, a white man with an axe against a cop, and the cop didn't do nothing. That's it's like, what we're saying. No. You That's know what, what I mean? It's like, totally different. It's. They're not all, you know. 
it, yeah, the, it, to me it's insane though. and it like pisses that's me off when people say right. well then just don't get pulled over don't or act right and it's like that's not the fucking point sorry i mean yeah i'll curse because he's drive through you know he fell asleep okay guys i, I get it you the know, thing but... is i'm gonna say it i know a lot of latino men that have had duis so you can't sit there and say oh you know what i mean like Yes. Blame, he was completely um, compliant. And that's what I'm the saying. 45 minutes, you can see him compliant. On, officer, I'm sorry. And my sister lives here, right mm-hmm. here. I'll just go to her house. No. No. Mm-mm. No. At the end of the day, I feel like there's so many analogies out there to explain yes. explain what Black Lives Matter means to the point that like, if you still have to be like, no, all lives matter, you just choose to believe that. So... It's There's no point of arguing with somebody like that, right? It's so sickening. I mean, even the governor and the mayor, you know, they're, they're just besides themselves. I mean, the actual uh, chief of police mm-hmm. uh, for Atlanta resigned. She oh, couldn't wow. take it anymore. The day, the night he was shot, she resigned. She stepped oh, yeah. down from her position. I saw that. Wow. wow. Yes. It's, it's that bad. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of changes. Yes. There has like, been a lot of changes already. That's what's crazy. It's like, you know, people department. are easy to be like, Oh well, what is all this doing? It's already done yeah, so much. Yeah, you know, even uh, the Atlanta cops. Did you guys see that too? The five that were let go from tasing the kids. One went to Harvard. And oh, I didn't even. No, I didn't, I didn't even know and about that. They were on their way home, and they tased him and and you know put their tires on a flat, and he had a seizure. Oh, it was bad. You and they were colored. See it. Yes. Oh, okay. They're on their way home, and one just graduated from Harvard. Wow. And wow. the other attends Morehouse. Right. But all, all five officers were terminated. I have a question. What do you think about, like, how everything started with, like, the riots, the looting, the, all of that? Now, what that is I, your do, I do not agree with at Okay. All. And even George Floyd's bro- uh, I think brother, brother, he said, like, he did go guys. live. Yeah. That, you know, we have, we have protesters that are silent, mm-hmm. in for the good. You have the rioting and you have the looters. And then you have the oh, rioting and looters is two different things. Well, it could be because yeah. you have the fighters. Yeah. Looters is more distilling, but yeah. this is destroying, okay. right? Right, right. or trying things. to harm, show harm yeah. to the person. Mm-hmm. And that's where I'm like, that's a guideline. That's a mm-hmm. no-no, right? And that's why I say it's so many that have been hurt, right, at this point. But now you're looting, not only you're that. taking advantage, right? Mm-hmm. You're tearing down stores. It's not their fault. That yeah. is so unfair. And, just going, just stealing shoes. Like, what and are you gonna do with this? Like, why are you? Is that gonna make that? a difference? You're yes. giving people a reason also to like, yes. which I choose to see beyond that, right? Like, yes. it's like the people that like wanted to see. It's like that's what they're gonna use against right. you. But it's you like this into, is all of them. You like, know what you I mean? Into Linux Mall and you're yeah. stealing Rolex watches and Apple phones <laughs> that you know that they can track. You can't use them. I, I don't understand. Not only that, like, but yeah. going? Not yeah. only that, but they were also being enticed to do that. Yes. You know what I mean? Which is crazy. And so many people fell into that trap. Gucci. I'm like, I don't care about the brands, but it's just the principle. Like, why did you break into a mall? Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, Is that going to get you somewhere? Is that going to make things change? No. And that that all reverts back to whether you're Democrat or Republican. It's about what's going on now in the world. Right. We have no order right now, guys. Like, zero. (laughs) Honestly. We're like a loose cannon right now. We walk out like, okay, well, we can just do whatever. It's not fair. But that's who we are now. You hate to say that, but that's who we are now in the yeah. world. Just well, on Sunday, cannon. sorry, Sunday we went to go out to eat, and we saw that they were um, protesting. Pro- yeah, protesting, but silent. Mm-hmm. Where, at? Where did you go? Downtown. In downtown. Okay. Well, I mean, I went to one of the downtown ones. Uh, I wanted to feel the energy of being there, you know? Just, just to see what yeah, it's like, right? Yeah, to see what it was like. Um, 
But like for me, I'm I see beyond that. Like to me, the rioting looters, like you're talking about like a fraction of like a majority. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. So, but people that choose to only see that, that's the problem. Of course. Because you want to see that. Yes. You know what even, I mean? And, and even downtown Fort Worth, you have the restaurants are just opening and you're going into their restaurant, their business. And they just them. open. And you're going in there protesting and just being disruptive. Not only that, but especially small businesses. That. I'm like, my goodness, they're struggling now, you yeah. know, maybe 25% capacity. Exactly. Why would you do that? So, yeah. yes. I encourage the police to arrest them. That's totally unfair. Mm-hmm. The protest on the street was public, but now I have time because I would like to eat dinner, right, mm-hmm. with my family. Yeah. So now my family, we have to protect them mm-hmm. because we don't know what they're thinking, right? But we have all the time in the world now because we're in the middle of a pandemic. No one's working. <laughs> You're over 41 million in unemployment. Anxiety that was stopped July like, 15th. You, know, like, yeah. you don't know what's going to happen now. Mm-hmm. You know? By day by day. Like yeah. me personally, like I thought like I didn't even, it didn't even cross my mind that it was going to um, go past Minnesota. Because in Minnesota, it's like, okay, well, I get it. You know, that's where it happened. But for all but 50 states to they, protest. Not all, yeah, it was just crazy. Global. Like everything to go so like beyond that or whatever. But I mean, it's good to get, you know, somebody's perspective that's actually living through it. And, and I think... If people learn how to, like, communicate, and I, one word that has been on, like, the top of my mind for this whole time is, like, empathy. It's, like, if people learned how to have more empathy in general, and that's the that's thing, it's, like, something you can't even teach. It, it has to be in their heart. No, you can't teach empathy as you grow up and as, you get, as you're raised. You can. Well, not teach it. You have to experience it. How do you teach? How do I teach you to care? I can't teach you to care. Yeah, Empathy is something that you, you, you have, have to, to learn. Feel it. You have to, you have to you feel it in your heart. You yeah. have to want it. I think you have to be like, you have to be, you have to experience it. Like, you have to see it in your household. Like, I think that's just like manners. And, you know, I feel like that's how people get it. If you don't get it at home, I feel like you're not going to even know what it is. or Exactly. And it. it's like, I feel like, I feel bad for people like that because it's like, life is going to teach you one way or another. You want to be like this way. now, but trust me, life goes around like oh, karma. There's a god. You mean like you know? karma? Like karma? Yeah. Karma doesn't. So I feel like if if I don't know, I have a I have a huge problem with people that say that kind of want to dismiss the Black Lives Matter movement because it's like that's just a crappy way to think in general. You know I what agree. I mean? I agree. It, it's just. I don't know. You set the tone, right? Yeah. You set the tone of what you'll like, even moving forward in life. And that's why I always go back to my daughter because it starts there. I know what you're looking to do in life, but are you ready for this battle in journal, right? Mm-hmm. Are you ready to take this journey to the next level because now you have two injuries? Why give up? But then again, you have to prove yourself that you're ready to do this. And she's like, Mom, I get it. I get it now. Now I understand what you've been telling me. Yeah. But they mm-hmm. have to except when they're ready right Mm -hmm. so you're ready for this battle not only that but they have to feel like i don't know where i've recently been having like these thoughts of like not just like black people but like everybody in general it's like we should be sometimes you got to love that person that is at their worst because they need that you know what i mean like they need to be loved and they need somebody to care for and it's so easy to dismiss people like that in in life 
because it's like at the oh, same well, time though they have to be accepting of it oh of course of course they have to be accepting of it but they need to at least be given a chance you know what i mean mm-hmm. and, and the same thing with um officer shevin you know mm-hmm. that was nailing on george floyd's neck he has 12 complaints per complaint mm-hmm. yeah, right. all that, yeah but you're still allowing this veteran officer to, to show the rookie officers what to do mm-hmm. and tell mm-hmm. them don't move wow what does that show you about your character mm-hmm. and he's representing your police department district whatever it is right but you have two rookie cops one of the guys it was his third day like no third way run. Oh, yeah man. his third run so now you're just as liable as he is. You're associated with him. Yeah. But he was trying to tell him, no, that this is not right. Yeah. But now, look where you are. Oh, they're all so in jail, because, right? Only because of a video, yeah. though. Because if it wasn't for a video, it wouldn't... It would've been Who crazy. recorded it? Well, well people were trying girl. to tell him to yeah. get off, you know, that he couldn't breathe. He was saying he couldn't breathe. No, there was a young black girl. It was a, yeah, she was young. She was on social media. Years old, but she's, she? like, traumatized now. Oh, I bet. Did he, did he didn't die, did he die right there and then? Yes. Well, you did you him. watch the whole video? No, I didn't watch the whole video. It's a hard video to watch. It took me about five days from the day it happened to watch it. It's, it's just torture. Yeah. It's pure torture. And I'm just like, wow, what are people thinking? And one of the rookie officers, just to share with you, and that's where it goes back to what's right, your grounds, your expectations within the department, or anywhere, right? Just getting hired, your background, how are you hired? Mm -hmm. You have another rookie officer, I can't remember which one, Mm -hmm. and he had been terminated from several jobs. Oh, wow. And was a felon. Wow. But you still don't know what the police department to protect you, You know what? I've I've seen a lot of posts about that, how it takes, even for like a hairdresser, it takes all these hours to even become a hairdresser, but to become a cop, it's like not even a fraction of that like totally different only a small fraction of that and it's like what can be changed um to me it's like okay well then at least change the training require like psychology classes so sociology classes whatever i saw i didn't know felons could be cops well we didn't either (laughs) that that's what now we know it's all being discovered now you've been you've been it's unbelievable like what now everything's coming out right right i cannot wait to see the trials for it's these guys interesting yeah uh, and i hope that their trial like forever Man, because if not there's gonna go it's gonna guys. be insane <laughs> i would hate to be one of those guys so that's why i say it's a two-way street regardless if you're african-american or any race that you've been convicted but now you need a job that's your past now i'm ready to move forward but how do i show them and sell myself to let that. them know that that was my past. Right. Change. Right. And you don't get that chance. But now you're working at Kroger. Right. Yeah. You know, but you're working for a police department. One thing that I've personally like through like because re- obviously I'm more aware of it now. I'm trying to research more. Is that I was talking to my husband about it er- yesterday or earlier because um, I've been watching different documentaries and I'm like I cannot imagine the amount of people that are currently in jail for crimes that are so misdemeanor. But they're in jail because of their skin color. Literally. It's I saw this crazy. One, I saw this one girl. She was young. That I, I can't fathom that. That the guy. There was this one guy. He was white. Um, he was he was in prison for, I forgot how many years, for raping a girl. Uh-huh. And then the girl, who was African American, she was in prison for like double the years of that white guy for killing her, the guy that raped the her. her. 
That, that's see? That's the one I, I know you're talking about. You, you saw that and, too? Uh, Kim Kardashian and T.I., that one, mm. actually brought justice for. Like, so it? she she was in there for a while. I like, mean, I uh, think what... Tra- was it? Uh, like, sex trafficking. Like, he turned her into yeah. sex trafficking, but it, it was a big deal. Oh, and they, she killed him, right? Yes. And yes. she was Is in there jail a documentary? For I think there's a documentary mm-hmm. about it on, on Netflix. Netflix. I haven't watched it yet. On his but... podcast. He had her on the podcast. And... T.I.? Mm-hmm. Oh, he has a podcast? Oh, I didn't know yes. he had a podcast. Mm-hmm. So oh, we need to check that out. It's pretty cool. And, and she was on there just explaining that. He said, you are the eyes and ears. That's why I have you here. And mm-hmm. he said, it's not about just sex trafficking. It's about what they do to you, like force you to do. And I, I started to save myself. Mm-hmm. And here I am 20 years later or so. And yeah, yeah, she was in jail for a long childhood. time. Yeah. That's Damn. so sad. I, I do feel like, I, and I, it's something I never paid attention to before, but the justice system is so screwed. It oh, is. yeah. Like, it, it's just so screwed, you know? It's so corrupted. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what I think all of this is about, is to bring equality to everybody. Why does somebody that does the same, I posted this on my uh, Instagram the other day, uh, like what systematic racism looks like. It's like somebody with the same background, mm-hmm. same like misdemeanors, two different skin colors. One got 21 years, one got like two years. Mm-hmm. What the hell? That. Same judge too. Same judge. That's insane. It's like, this is why we got to keep fighting for it and bringing, if anything, what I mean by fighting, okay, so in your opinion, what can we do? Like, what would you expect out of like people that are not black? To I just think support more being just awareness and showing learning you know, that sincere that you care and it's not about uh just because of what's going on now and then mm-hmm. it, brush it under the rug and it's over. I like think a, this will be a around trend. for a while, right? right? This is not going to get old because you had so many instances of just what's going on, yeah. right? And that's three, you know, Brianna Taylor, Maud, George, well, even here Fort, in Fort Worth, Atiana, Atiana, what was her name? Jefferson, Jefferson. Jefferson. Right. So, yeah. I, it's just ongoing. Like, why? You know, we it needs to change. Yeah, All right. You know, you can't sit in your home and play video games with your nephew and you shot through the window. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, it's just, I will never what forget. What happened with that? With that officer? Do you know? Oh, he, he's walking. The Atiana one? Yes. Oh, wow. I'm really shocked because... That was the one here in Fort Worth. Yeah, but just months before that was the one in Dallas that they made a big deal about. uh, What was his name? Botham. Oh, the one that killed the 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 white 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 cop ladies. Oh, my God. Yes. So I'm really shocked that they didn't do anything about the one here in Fort Worth. I didn't hear about the one in Fort Worth. Well, that's why I'm saying I'm sure they're opening all the cases She got shot in her house. But she was inside her house. So her neighbor called the cops to do a courtesy check because her door was open for many hours uh-huh. so he was just like can you this is weird come check it out well the the police officer was walking outside of her house uh-huh. he saw like a shadow or something yes. and he shot and he in killed the, window. the, the girl. Mom? so imagine being at your house and you get killed and she was yeah. watching her nephew so she was inside her house and she got killed Oh, man. It was happening right there by on. That Allen. happened to me here. I one time I left my garage door open on all, all day, and I got hurt like at night. And there's a cops inside here. Cops inside here. Really? Yeah. My neighbors had called the cops, and they were in here with the flashlights. So like, do you? And I got here, and I do you live here, ma'am? I'm like, yes. Imagine. Well, that was nice. Yeah. Okay, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you didn't get killed. Yeah, yeah that was a courtesy. Oh, but it, imagine her. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's the thing. It's like. Right. Yeah, you know, it's, just being judgmental, and it shouldn't. Even if you're in a low income area, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just it's hard for you know low poverty or you know low income just to move up. 
right? Yeah. It's just giving them that chance. Yeah. Because right. some of them know, are not all bad, right? Mm-hmm. But give them that chance. They're very smart people. You know, just give them that chance. They just need have somebody that to. Few, I feel like right? yeah. that's not people. Just need somebody to believe in you. Yes, and and help you like get out of where you are now. Definitely. To move forward because you don't you don't know any better. So I mean, it's so easy to call people like ignorant, whatever you know. But it's like that's all they know. Yes. Right. Are you gonna teach them to be better, or are you gonna judge them? Yes. You right. know what I mean? Right. So they never worked in corporate, or you know, just yeah, had to work. Yeah. Or just to know how to better themselves or mm-hmm. be who they are you know right. how do you be professional? i really hope that this our examples, country you know? i think my mm-hmm. main focus is like going forward like for, for, for politics is not only like the judicial system but like also like it's important for our country country to invest in education Very because all we, we were talking about earlier like we don't invest in education why you know mm-hmm. they want to keep you there that's yes. why yes you yeah. have to want it and that's why I said I would never stop. It's, Naya, you know, even my daughter, she's like, Mom, you're already looking to move? I'm like, yes. I never sleep on an opportunity. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm Where always looking to bury myself. Where are you trying to move? Back to HR. Oh, okay. Yes, so I was just waiting yeah. for the right opportunity. I thought you had already, you know? You moved to, like, marketing, yeah. and then you moved to, like, another that's one? Different. Right, so now I'm regulatory affairs, so now I learned OSHA. Oh. So now I'm going back to HR. Oh, okay. So that's just my oh, that's just my calling, you know. Oh, HR, okay. I love, HR. love, love people. Is that what you graduated facing. with? Degree HR. Cool. I love it. I don't know, just people you know, like helping people. Right. Yeah, you can know? give me a job there. Yes, because Paula's been asking. Yeah, that's my so. dream job. Wait, do you? No, you don't work at Alcon though. Yes, she does. Oh, you work at Alcon. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. <laughs> my friend's sister is something there. Like, <laughs> uh, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's huge. Oh my goodness. I know. Like, I've been I live down the street from there. You have, she has been saying that. Oh. Have you messaged her or no? I did. I did email. Okay. And they're well, in hiring freeze now, but yeah. after July, you'll be fine. The Alcon's not going anywhere. but it's like right there. Yes, <laughs> but I will make you guys laugh. So I didn't have any contacts. So, guys, listen, I didn't have any contacts. So, they're complimentary at work, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, for the whole family, well, I wore glasses for three months. Because I was on my last two-week packet of contacts. Uh-huh. So I'm like, baby, don't put on your contacts because I don't know when the pandemic is over. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you're shut down. Yes. So I was like, oh, my goodness. I couldn't get, you know, to the eye doctor to even make an appointment. Yeah. You can call. Everyone's closed down. So I called the ophthalmologist that I know, work for alcohol. I'm like, hey, can you just do it in your home? Like, just please. Okay. <laughs> yes. An eye test. Oh, okay. So they did the eye test. It was just a hair off, but it wasn't too bad. But I had to go back to campus and find some, not for okay. sale, yes, oh, okay. that they use for marketing to use. That's nice how you get them. Yes, that's well, an Paula, amazing benefit. You have to say I'm your sister or something, so I can get free contacts. <laughs> a, it's a great benefit. So that's I had awesome. to wait. But, I, you know, just like, oh, God, glasses, you know. So I know. Yeah. for three months. So you Beth, shouldn't know. Yeah. To kind of just wrap it up, what is something that you kind of want to say Like to a us? message. Yeah, like overall, just. Sure. So. You have a platform here. Yes. So. so it's not about just, you know, all lives matter, which in a sense, yes and no. But now we're trying to stay in leadership and stand tall for black lives that matter. And what you guys have witnessed on TV, that should show you that national nationwide that it's just not 50 states it's global now Mm -hmm. we're all protesting 
all nationalities. Mm -hmm. It's not just one race, not just black and brown. It's mm -hmm. all nationalities that are protesting because it's a new generation. Like this needs to cease and we need to fix it. So just, just, you know, being aware of your surroundings, but also, you know, if you see someone down, just reaching out. But now is the time because we're in a bad place now. Just now, meaning due to the pandemic, mm -hmm. right, and what's going on. But it, it's just not easy right now. Everyone's uneasy, but it's just to make them feel better and just to know that, hey, we'll get through this together. I right. understand. I'm here with you. I stand with you. I'm mm -hmm. with, you know, whatever we can do to go to the courthouse or, you know, just justify, write an email, just a note. Even like my, my actual, the officer I know, is that even just coming up to City Hall just mm -hmm. to let them know that you care, that makes a difference. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, so that's what I'm saying. Just, just please just stand with us. It makes a big difference. Yeah. You know, and just to know that it's just not about us and not being afraid to voice our opinion mm -hmm. and I hate that it took this long because it, it's like 400 years guys mm -hmm. 400 years for this to happen that we are tired right we are tired and this is how we've been for so long because it's been swept under the rug right mm -hmm. but now everyone's like well it's not going away mm -hmm. and you know they protested for 17 plus days mm -hmm. so that should show you that mm -hmm. we need change yeah yes yeah. Awesome. Well, thank, thank you, you so coming. much Thank no you problem. for coming, coming. and, Thank you. you know, giving us your perspective. I think it's very important to, again, for us, use our platform for, you know, things that matter. Things in that life. matter, yeah. yes. Yes. Thank well, you, thank for, you. for coming, Beth, and, thank you know, you we guys. truly appreciate you. Mm -hmm. um, guys, if you have any questions about everything, anything that we discuss, or if you, you, you don't really know what to do or where to start, we'll link some resources um, in our stories in the upcoming days um but yeah definitely reach out to us send us an email sipping with us at gmail.com with your thoughts yeah. thank so next you time. bye, bye. bye.